for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to our shows. And if you can, please, 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 please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts for any of the shows we do, that we do. Plus, like, subscribe, not only to the stuff that we do on YouTube, Facebook Live, or wherever we have our podcasts, but also our great guests like the one I have coming up right here now. You can go ahead and like, subscribe, everything that he does as well coming up right now. I'm going to give you some information on him coming up in a sec. But the Lakers right now, they're in the middle of that bubble. They didn't get off to the best of starts. Kind of karma happened when Rajon Rondo, who was comparing his hotel rooms to a Motel 6. Unfortunately, karma came back to haunt him, and he ended up in the second practice for the Lakers, breaking his finger. So he'll be out six to eight weeks, actually his right thumb to be exact. And I want to go ahead and talk about some of the options the Lakers now have and and some of the things that they can do. It is still something that, you know, a lot of people are going to go ahead and still have the Lakers going all the way. I know I still do. I know this is going to be something where Rondo, if he's going to be needed, will be coming back into the playoffs at a later point in time. So I don't think it's going to hurt the Lakers too much. But there's still a lot of pundits out there that are shaking their heads at the Lakers saying they can't do it, they can't do it, they can't do it. But here today I have a great guest that is probably going to tell me that they can do it and is going to give you some great reasons why. And I'll tell you what, if you're not watching his show and if you're not watching his podcast on YouTube, Got to go ahead and check it out today. It is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast, BBJ. It's available now on YouTube. I am actually have it on the screen right there for you. It's all right there. Great Lakers videos, including his Laker Talk 101, where he has some great guests on. And I'll tell you what, plus, he also goes ahead and hits all the major topics right there for you, especially if you're a Lakers fan. It's a great place to go. It is Jonathan Sofal. And Jonathan... I cannot thank you enough for being part of the program today. Thank you, Gerald, for having me on, man. Appreciate it, man. Looking forward to the show today. I'm looking forward to it as well. And, you know, you've just been a great supporter ever since we, we started connecting on Facebook mm-hmm. and all that. And I, again, want to give a big shout out to the Sports and Sports Broadcasters and Sports Podcast Facebook group. I tell you what, they've been just a great community that comes together on so i cannot thank everybody enough for doing that and and reaching out and i got a lineup of guests and jonathan i'll tell you what everybody i talk to mm-hmm. and i probably will be talking to is going to be talking about the lakers and how they can make an impact in the bubble for me man the impact they're going to make is they're going to dominate ad and lebron this team is going to be dominant you know i know rondo av bradley are out but we got a group of guys alice caruso kcp we got Quinn Cook, we got a group of guys that step up. It's a team effort, so we got to put the team effort to try to win this championship. I have all the faith in them that they will, you know? I do as well. I think when you have Anthony Davis and also LeBron James together as a one-two punch, I think that's really going to be very difficult for other teams to stop. And I'm hoping that they will get enough from the supporting cast. I think they will. Uh, I think Danny Green is someone who has not stepped it up so far this season, but has just been waiting. Mm-hmm. Like he's been lying in the bushes, just waiting to strike. And I think he's going to go ahead in the playoffs, 
perform at a level that we've seen him perform at when he's been playing for Toronto and San Antonio. I also think that there's, like you said, Alex Caruso, he's going to continue. I know he hasn't played in, or been in a playoff scenario, but I don't think that's going to phase him. I think he's going to go ahead and give you quality minutes off the bench. Plus, KCP, I think he's someone that, you know, as Laker fans, we've been a little bit hard on him. Mm-hmm. Some of it deserved, especially last year and and coming in as far as the start of this year kind of struggled. But I'll tell you what, he has, has just reshaped himself. He has found something that has really pushed him to a better level. I love the way he has that that drive and dish that he has over the top to uh, one of the big guys that he always does like once or twice a game that I usually see them run that, that play, and it's just so awesome that they do. And he's done a tremendous job now later in the season, especially the point where – I don't feel so bad that, or as bad that Avery Bradley's out because he's scoring quite a bit when he's starting, and the Lakers are seventeen and three with KCP in a starting role. Yeah, KCP to me is a talented player, and a lot of Laker fans don't like him because he airballed that game winner against Golden State, and he struggled when he first came to Lakers, but he's improved on this team. You know, we gotta give him a chance. I know a lot of Laker fans always. Just like to look at the bad what KCP does. Overall, he's a great player, great defender. He can shoot the ball really well, shoot that three, you know. And LeBron makes his teammates better in the playoffs. You know, I know the regular season he makes teammates better but in the playoffs. They hate timely big shots in the playoffs. You know, go, uh, with the Cavs, J.R. Smith, which we got J.R. Smith, and, and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to see what KCP does. I have all the faith in his team to win this championship this year. You know, I have all the confidence in the world that KCP is going to hit the big shots. All of our role players are going to hit the big shots to win the championship in Orlando. Well, That's check, how I feel. Well, check out these these numbers, these stats. Mm-hmm. And KCP's in the starting lineup. 51% mm-hmm. overall shooting. 43% mm-hmm. from the three-point area. Mm-hmm. If he gives you anything close to just average defense, I think that speaks volumes. Or, or even close to what, what Avery Bradley gives you on the defensive end. I think really that it could send a sign out there that the Lakers are for real. And even though they've lost Rajon Rondo for a period of six to eight weeks, I think they can overcome that. And that's one thing I wanted to ask you with Rajon Rondo. He's out six to eight weeks with that with that broken thumb. Who do you think needs to step up as a secondary ball handler and someone to drive the offense, either with LeBron or when LeBron sits out of the game? I think uh, Quinn Cook's going to have to step up. And that was Caruso. And we got Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters... To bring up the ball, create his own shot, get teammates involved. He did that at Syracuse. So I feel like Frank Vogel is going to put him out there. AD may bring it up the ball. You never know what Frank Vogel has planned. And I feel like LeBron's going to be, at the end of the day, LeBron's going to be running point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for most of the time, he will be. Yeah. I mean, when you lead the league in assists, that tells you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I, I'm just saying when he, he's going to need that 10 minutes a game that mm-hmm. he's going to be – because his minutes, minutes are going to be bumped up in the playoffs – but that 10 minutes that you have someone else out there directing the ball, while Rondo's out, they're going to need someone to step up. I, I like Quinn Cook. Uh, I, I, you know, I know he's been almost like a forgotten individual. In fact, a lot of people I've been talking to say, yeah, that's right. He's on the team. Yes, he's on the team. Uh, can hit the three-pointer. Defensively, it's going to be a struggle for him. It always mm-hmm. has been. But I think he's quick enough, fast enough, and I think he can go ahead with some consistent play, 
get you the kind of shot making and also playmaking that you need to get by until Rondo comes back. Or if you want to go ahead and if he plays well enough, have Rondo just there for support because I know a lot of people are also very divisive on Rondo as well. Yeah, and I did see a thing on uh, I think a report that Frank Vogel is going to offer Rondo to sit on the bench with the coaching staff. That's a good thing. You know, Rondo's a good veteran leader. He knows the game of basketball. He's going to get at people on the on the court. He's going to pick their brain. And he's going to call them out, you know. Rondo ain't scared to do that as a coach or a player. So I'm interested to see how Rondo's going to do that. You know, I'm excited. I said that earlier in this year to Laker Tom of Lakerholics on that is that I thought his eventual calling will be as a coach. Mm -hmm. I think he, like you said, he has that guidance and mentorship quality that he showcases with the younger players that I think is more valuable than anything he does on the court personally. Yeah, most definitely, man. Rondo is, if Rondo is healthy, if he didn't get injured, playoff Rondo would be stepping up. I was seeing this workout videos of boxing and he's looked in shape but you know it's unfortunate you know it's it, unfortunate we just got to move on and next man up mentality it is the next man up mentality and i'm just thinking <clears throat> with rondo i know with mm-hmm. with him his numbers don't always reflect what's going on and i understand that playoff rondo he he always steps up to the challenge and I don't know how much more you can do that out of at the advancing age that he is, but then again, you see LeBron doing it. But when he comes back, it'll probably be around the second round of the playoffs. Do you think he could still make an impact going forward when he returns? Yeah, most definitely with his ball handling, his defense, and his IQ on the court. So I'm not worried right now. And we'll see you in the second round, Rondo, or West Conference Finals, you know? I'm hoping. Healthy. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he'll get back healthy and 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 come back and make a contribution to the team once again. But, but I did. I did see him post about the hotel, and I feel like he was just trolling and playing around with that. You know, you know, a lot of players at the bubble are complaining and stuff. It's like, come on, man. It's it's it is what it is. But you know, I'm not tripping about it. But be thankful. You know, that's all I have to say. Absolutely. And, and I've said this before on, on some of our other shows I've had already since the guys mm-hmm. have gone in the bubble is that these are hotel rooms. When I went to Orlando in December, mm-hmm. this is very similar to the hotel rooms that I stayed in. Mm-hmm. And when you do that and you post it, it's funny at first for the guys to, to you know have this type of acclimation period and what they're showing off on Instagram and, and Twitter and all that. But I'm also asking that if they continue to do it, is this going to be a problem for the league as far as the message that they're sending? Because, again, for most people out there, when they go to Orlando, because Orlando is not the cheapest vacation in the world, mm-hmm. these hotel rooms, they're, that's that's basically what most people will go ahead and be staying in. And when you keep on complaining about it, it sends an image that I understand that they're not the Ritz-Carlton that these guys are used to, but mm-hmm. come on, man. You're staying in there for three months, yes, I get it, but... These are hotel rooms that you and I would mostly be staying in when we're down there. Yeah, most definitely, man. And uh, I guess if people, if players go get food outside the bubble, they have to stay quarantined for eight days. Yeah, as we found out with Rashawn Holmes, got to get a sent to the front desk. Everybody of the players, NBA knows mm-hmm. that now. Got to get the food sent to the front desk. Don't go outside and pick that up. Yeah, it's crazy, but... They should just stick to that food that they have over there. 
because the hotels are providing the food there. I guess they're on the schedule with food because Dwight was posting on his Instagram what food they have, like lasagna and all that stuff, shrimp and all that. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. I appreciate the fact that they are gearing up towards a, a season run, an eight-game season. Mm-hmm. We're going to be seeing the scrimmages next week as of the 22nd. I think a lot of people are excited for that. It's going to be on Spectrum Sportsnet, hopefully a little bit on NBA TV and all that. Uh, I know everybody is excited. I know you're excited, mm. and you're definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it as well. But when it comes to the actual season that takes place in that eight games before the playoffs, since we know the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs, since mm-hmm. we know most likely, unless there's a major collapse, which I don't think will happen, and I know you won't think will happen, they're going to have the number one seed. Who do you? Th- what do you expect to see in the eight games as far as preparation is concerned, as far as... That, you know, who needs to go ahead and get some time? Who do you think needs to go ahead and get acclimated to the Lakers system? Because obviously with with two, three new, actually three new faces, if you include Markeith Morris, they need to go ahead and get them some time heading into the playoff run. I think J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters, and Markeith Morris. I know Markeith Morris, we got him prior to the NBA being shut down the first time. Um, I feel like they need to get acclimated still, Deion Waiters, J.R. Smith. But J.R. Smith played with LeBron, so... And he knows relationship with Phil Handy, so you know. So I'm not gonna. I'm not worried about J.R. Smith getting comfortable. You know, I'm just. I'm excited at the end of the day with it, and the rotation's gonna look good. You know. Oh yeah, Frank, absolutely. Vo- Frank Vogel's gonna preach that defense because a lot of. Oh, um, J.R. Smith can't play defense. Frank Vogel, we got um, Jason Kidd's gonna preach that defense. You know, this Laker team is gonna be really good on defense. I'm telling you, we got AD. We got a group of talent on this team. Everybody's talking about we're not a championship contending team just because Rondo's up. We have a championship contending team when AD and LeBron are clicking. It's over. And let me ask you this: uh, If well, you 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 know you like me have heard from the NBA pundits out there, and I'm seeing mm-hmm. it all on the, on the ESPN and some other networks and whatnot. They're saying that yeah, the Lakers are no longer the favorite. The Lakers are no longer the team to beat in the Western Conference. It's it's the Clippers or the Bucks look like the title favorite going out there. I want to ask you this because a lot of it stems from the fact that Avery Bradley and now Rayshon Rondo are out of the two. If you had one to bring back right away to go ahead and play, which one do you think hurts the Lakers more as a team right now? Probably Avery Bradley because he's a good on-ball defender. He can shoot the mid-range, shoot the three. He'll be missed tremendously, you know. I understand his decisions. They had an Orlando bubble. I understand it. Family comes first, then basketball, and a red is going to be missed. But we got great ball. We got great defenders on 
that wing too. We got Danny Green, we got Caruso, KCP. So it sucks that he's gone, but we're seventeen to three when he when KCP's in the starting lineup. So that record shows it. So I'm not worried one bit. I don't think I'm worried too much either. And like you said, KCP has filled the gap and filled the gap quite nicely when he's been in the starting lineup. And obviously the numbers have dictated out and hoping he can still find that consistency in the starting lineup to do so. I think he can. I think he is at a point in his career where he can go ahead and make the jump into a player that we can count on going forward. One of the last thing I want to ask you before I go ahead and give you your entire floor to go ahead and promote why people need to check out the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. And that is, who do you think is the X factor going forward for the Lakers? Someone that maybe is so key right now to Lakers success that people really off the top of the bat aren't thinking about right now. I'm going to go with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, let me tell you why Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's energy, the passion, the hustle, the grit, the grind. Because there are times where we're down, Dwight comes in, sparks the energy. Dwight needs to bring the energy from the whole entire time when they're in Orlando Bobo. No, I'm, I, that that's just how I feel. Dwight brings energy on a 99 basis. Because there were times we're down like 10. Dwight comes in, blocks a shot, runs the floor, gets a dunk, changes momentum. So he's the key for us in, in this playoff run. Now, who do you think the Lakers will match up against in this uh, – in the Because you know, obviously you have the Lakers going all the way to the championship. I yeah. do as well. Mm-hmm. Who do you think the Lakers are going to match up against in the finals, at least on the Eastern Conference side? I'm going to have to say Milwaukee, but – don't don't uh everybody's sleeping on Toronto. Toronto's talented. No, I won't be surprised if Toronto makes it. But yes, like if I had to pick right now, probably Milwaukee. Lakers will beat Milwaukee in six. There you go. There you go. Uh, when it comes to Toronto, Nick Nurse has done a sensational mm-hmm. job. I think if anybody says otherwise, I think they're crazy because he has mm-hmm. done a sensational job. When Danny Green is gone, when of course Kawhi Leonard is gone. And you're still able to maintain such a high record. I think that speaks volumes about his coaching and the way that he, he structured his team. So he deserves a lot of kudos and, and and acclaim for that. You're right. He even though they are number two in the East, they've they've fallen. I don't. I'm not they've fallen, but they've they're not there in the eyes of a lot of individuals. In fact, a lot of people that I interview are picking Miami. They're picking. Mm-hmm. I picked Philadelphia uh, to make be a surprise. Maybe to Milwaukee. I picked. Uh, Bo- I mean, other people pick Boston. You know, everything as far as out there, as far as other options, and nobody's really hit on Toronto. So, Toronto coming in as a surprise, maybe in the Eastern Conference Finals, or maybe even to sneak into the finals, shouldn't come to as much of a surprise for people out there based off the way they've been playing so far this season. Yeah, Toronto has a talented Van Vliet, Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Marcus Hall. So they have veteran leaders. They've been through that championship experience. So they're going to be motivated by people saying, oh, Toronto can't get it done. So they're motivated. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a deep playoff run. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised as well. Once again, I'm speaking to Big Baby Jonathan from the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. You got to go ahead and check it out today as I'm showing everybody on Facebook Live right now on YouTube He's got a lot of subscribers. He needs a ton more, so go ahead and follow, especially if you're a Lakers fan. Please do so today at Big Baby Jonathan. It's all one word, sports podcast, BBJ. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. 
Hey everyone, it's Gerald from the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Just want to give you a heads up on what's coming up over the next couple weeks right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. A ton of great guests, so please, if you don't follow us yet or subscribe, please do so wherever you get your podcast because there's a great lineup of guests I have coming along the way. Of course, we're going to have Rafael Barlow from the NBA Draft Junkies, always on our show. Tom Wong from Lakerholics.net, also regular. I cannot thank both of them enough for being on our show. But we're going to have a lineup of guests for you. If you haven't seen already on our Facebook page, we've got a lot of great guests on the way. Check it out. NBA odds maker Rafael Esparza from Las Vegas. Got Melvin Washington III, also from Las Vegas. He's got a great show that happens every Friday on the Talk to Me Sports Radio Network on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Got Craig James coming up from the Final Score podcast on the Podcast City Network. Corey Harrison's also going to be on the show coming up from the Out of Bounds Sports podcast. Got Matt Moderno from the Believe in Wizards podcast. Eric Sklar from KFI AM 640 and the TSK Show podcast. He's scheduled to come on the show as well. Got Big Baby Jonathan Soffel from the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. You got to check out his awesome show. He's coming up on the program here coming up in the very near future. Michael from the RTF Sports Network. Got to check out his awesome sports network that we are part of each and every week right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Got to check out Michael's great stuff that he's doing there. Chris Jose LeBron, the Off the Ball Podcast host. He's going to stop by the program. J.B. Ellis from the Program Podcast. He's also going to come by, share his thoughts on the NBA scene. Cole Johnson from Cole Sports, Snowman Digital Media, and the Get Over Divorce Programs. He's going to come by on the show. And Fago White Franklin III from Fox Sports 1340 AM Hopewell. He's going to come on and share his NBA thoughts as well. I'm looking forward to it. It's a great lineup of guests. I've recorded some already. I've got many more on the way. And, of course, that doesn't even include our NBA mock draft that's also coming right here, number 2.0, with a ton of great draft insiders that's also coming up. All these great shows, you can check it out right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. I'll tell you what, before we head on out, because it's been such a great time talking to you, Mm -hmm. I want you to go ahead and the floor is yours. Tell people why people need to check out your awesome show, the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast, BBJ. People need to listen to me because I'm very passionate about what I talk about. I'm a very passionate Laker fan. I got great knowledge for the game. And subscribe to the channel and get me to my 400 subscribers, man. My goal is to get to 1,000, and I'm going to reach that goal because I see the vision. My goal is to get to 1,000 subscribers and just subscribe to the channel. Very passionate and looking forward to more subscribers. Looking forward to more people on my show, man. Well, I've subscribed. And I know everybody else got out there, if you're a Lakers fan, you got to go ahead and subscribe as well. And I'll tell you what, it's just awesome to speak to you today. And again, if you can, please, please, please check out his awesome podcast, The Big Baby Jonathan, all one word, sports podcast, BBJ. It's available now on YouTube. We got to go ahead out there and please get him to a thousand subscribers. And if you're a Lakers fan, I want to go ahead and please encourage you to do so. He's got a lot of a lot of great Lakers talk. I've already watched a couple of episodes last night. I'm really hooked. It's got me in there. The the words, the conversations that he has, and I'll tell you what, it's just just so great just listening and watching and seeing everything that's going on at the Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast. Yeah. You know, I love what I do. I'm very passionate and 
just very passionate about podcasting you know there you go. I, I I guess you could say I am as well. I do a lot mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. uh, I tell you what, it's just always so great to meet someone so passionate about the field of podcasting, such as yourself, and to hear the insight of what you talk about and and why you talk about the Lakers so much. Because the Lakers are, it's just so great to have them back. It's so great to have them back in a fold where they're winning where mm-hmm. they're playing well, where people are confident about being a Lakers fan once again, because you and I both know the past seven years, people have fallen out of, you know, the Lakers have fallen out of favor with a lot of your friends, and, mm-hmm. and, and people are liking the Warriors, and and people are liking this team or that team, and I was once a Lakers fan, but they're horrible. You know, you've heard it over the past seven years like I have. It's just yeah, nice to hear it. It's just nice to hear it once again. Yeah. And it's here's the crazy part. A lot of these Laker fans switch to Golden State fans. As soon as KD leaves, oh, I'm a Laker fan again. I'm like, nope, stay away. Loyal Laker fans only. No, 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 don't say that because if they want to go ahead and put money down on the Lakers, they'll pay mm. for LeBron. They'll pay for all those nice fancy seats once we can get back in after the coronavirus hopefully has subsided <laughs> and we can get back into the Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. That, that's always nice to go ahead and, and you know, because these players, they deserve it. They work hard. They go ahead yeah. and as much support as he can give them, even if it's from those people that jump back on the Lakers train. But we all know who really the true Lakers fans really yeah. are. Yeah, yep. I 100% agree. 100%. Well, I'll tell you what, Big Baby, it's been just so great talking to you. Uh, once again, I'm speaking to Big Baby, Jonathan Sofal. You got to go ahead and check out his awesome podcast again on YouTube, the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast, BBJ. Thank you, Jared, for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Always great to have you on. Going to bring you back on as the Lakers continue their march toward the playoffs. I'm looking forward to it, and I cannot thank you enough for being part of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.